Hallelujah to the Lord. Glory be to our God. Glory be to our God this evening. Hallelujah. 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 For our God is good and his mercies endure it forever. For God is good, and His faithfulness, His goodness endure it forever. We are glad we are here today. Blessings and honor and power and glory be to His most holy name. Thank you, our Father. Thank you, our God. We bless you, our God. We bless you, our King, our righteous Father. Our God, every day, every moment, every time, our sustainer, our standby, our glory, our power, our everything. Glorious is your name. We adore you. We bless you. We praise you. We give you glory for this hour. Thank you for this moment. Thank you for everything in our lives as families. As individual, Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. We are so glad we are here today. At your name, in your name, oh Lord, doing your bid. Lord, we praise you. Lord, we adore you. We give glory to you. Adoration and part to your most holy name. Thank you, Father. Glory be to your name. Our God is King, our God is King, our God is King, our God is King, and He shall reign, and He shall reign forevermore, forevermore. Our God is King, our God is King, our God is King, our God is King, and He shall reign, and He shall reign forevermore, forevermore. Our God is King, our God is King. 
Our God is King, our God is King. And he and he forevermore, forevermore. Our God is King, our God is King. Our God is King, our God is King. And he and he shall forevermore, forevermore. Our God is King, our God is King. Our God is King, our God is King. And he shall and he shall Forevermore, forevermore. Our God is King, our God is King. Our God is King, our God is King. And He shall and He shall Forevermore, forevermore. Thank you, Father. You will reign forever. You will reign supreme. You reign supreme, Lord. You reign forever. Blessed be your name. Thank you for your authority over us, for your power over us, for the glory of your presence in the name of Jesus. Lord, we say thank you. We adore you, our God and our maker. Blessed be your name. Our brethren, as we proceed, I want us to sing from Psalms, uh, I mean, Isaiah 25. Isaiah 25. We want to sing that uh, song there to exhort the Lord, to worship the Lord as we enter into his presence in this gathering this morning, I mean, this evening, as we study the word of the Lord together. We want the Holy Spirit to abide with us. I want to usher him the grace of the Lord upon our lives. We want to usher him the presence of the Lord upon us. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. He said that song says, verse 1 of Isaiah 25. O Lord, thou art, um, at my God, I will exalt thee, I will praise thy name. For thou hast done wonderful things. Thy counsels of old are faithfulness and truth. O Lord, thou art my God. I will exalt thee, Lord. I will praise thy name. For thou hast done wonderful things. Thy counsels of old a faithfulness and truth, O God, O God, Thou art my God. How we exalt Thee, Lord, how we praise Thy name. For Thou hast done wonderful things, Thy cancers of food, a faithfulness and true, O Lord, O Lord, Thou art my God. 
How we exalt thee, Lord, how we praise thy name. For thou hast done wonderful things. Thy counsels of old are faithfulness and truth. O Lord, O Lord, thou art my God. I we exalt thee, Lord. I we praise thy name. For thou hast done wonderful things. Thy counsels of old have faithfulness and truth. O God, O Lord, Thou art our God. We will exalt Thee, Lord. We will praise Thy name. For Thou hast done wonderful things. Thy counsels of old and faithfulness and truth. O Lord, thou art God, we will exalt thee, Lord, we will praise thy name. For thou hast done wonderful things, thy counsels of old, have faithfulness and truth. Blessings and honor and glory and praise and glory and praise and glory and praise blessings and honor and glory and praise be unto Christ our Lord. Hallelujah, blessings and honor and glory and praise and glory and praise and glory and praise, blessings and honor and glory and praise be unto Christ our Lord and Savior. Blessings and honor and glory and praise and glory and praise. Glory and praise. Blessings and honor and glory and praise be unto Christ our Lord. Glory be to your name. In Jesus' name we praise. Hallelujah. To God be the glory this day in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Let us pray, please. Our Father and our God, we thank you for bringing us to your feet again, to your class again, Holy Ghost. We thank you for counting us worthy to be in your presence, Lord. We bless your name for all your past doings over our lives. Thank you for your faithfulness all the ways. Thank you for your kindness all the time. Lord, we worship you. We give you glory and honor and adoration in Jesus' name. Thank you, our Father, for being here with us again this evening. 
thank you for your spirit within us and in us and for us and by us. Oh, Lord, we thank you in the name of Jesus. Standing by, Lord, thank you, Father, that the Holy Spirit is there with us. We thank you for your presence, O God, in the Holy Ghost with us. Father, we thank you in Jesus' name. Lord, this evening we pray that in Jesus' name you bless our souls. You bless our lives. You bless our heads. You bless our family. We invite your holy presence in Jesus' name. By your, by your presence today, O Lord, we shall be quickened in our spirit man. By your spirit today, by your word today, we shall be quickened in the name of Jesus. Father, that our mortar, O God Almighty, our mortar body shall be quickened by your spirit and by the spirit that is in your word today in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord and Maker. We know you have done this, O Lord. We worship you. We bless your name. In Jesus Christ's mighty name we pray. Amen. Yes, uh, people of God, you are welcome to this evening, to this moment. Thank God for your life. Thank God for being with us. I thank you for downloading our message. We thank the Lord for your life. We are so glad that you are with us. This is Family Faith Clinic with a banner. This is uh, the Fruitful Family Foundation uh, on, with the banner of Family Faith Clinic with Paul and Grace. We thank God for being with us. Thank God for everything. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Yes. Uh, today, by the grace of the Lord, we want to go into our Bible study again this evening. Uh, this is a family Bible study. Amen. But by way of uh, 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 announcement, we want to announce that beginning from 1st of November through to 10th of December, we are going to be having our annual 12th, 12th, 12th annual fasting and prayer in this ministry. 12th annual fasting and prayers of, of this ministry is beginning again on November 1 through to 10th of December. It's a covenant fasting, covenant program. And we are taking, the Holy Spirit move us to announce this on this platform today that all of us that have been uh, that, have, that have been our fans and our followers and our friends and family should join up with us. It is the leading of the Holy Spirit. Uh, this ministry has a covenant, has some covenant that God wants to rub off on the life of people. As we listen to our message or messages, as we come together under this platform, uh, we are part of the covenant of the Lord. And every calling, like you know, has a backing of, of divine covenants. And when we are talking about covenant, we are talking about God's own thing in our, in our thing. Yes, God's own matter in our matters. 
we are talking about God's own actions in our actions or inactions even. So that is the covenant of the Lord. So and it, it is the dimension of God in our dimension. So that God himself will be God in our situations and in our matters. There, there, there had been any matters uh, that we are uh, we have been nurturing or issues or needs, oppressions, even even whatever it is, needs, sicknesses, uh, even our our expectations and hopes, and all such things that we are expecting the Lord to do for us. Uh, we, this is what we normally do every year according to the word of the Lord. We have started it. We started it since 2011. And 2012 was when the Fruitful Family Foundation really began in Abuja there uh, with, the Lord, with the divine dimension of God doing things and wonderful things among families. Uh, the Lord started then and uh, of course, it is not only the issue of a family faith clinic. We have ministries that these family, I mean, uh, uh, family, Befruitful Family Foundation is operating uh, under. Uh, and that is Mount uh, Zion Flame World Mission. Mount Zion Flame World Mission. So, a mission. So it's our, it's our, it's our prayer or I mean, and the uh, outreach organ name. And then we have this ministry also called Live Life Missions Apostolic Movement. This is just for, it's just, it's under the Manzion Flame World Mission also because Manzion Flame World Mission is a, is a, is a, is a, is a ministry named by the Lord. That is uh, as far back as 2001, when the Lord first gave us that name, Manzion Flame World Prospers. We had it twice while we were waking up in the in the in the, uh, in the morning, one of the morning. Then that is, I think September uh, September uh, 2001. So the Lord ministered to us, and uh, uh, that name. And from that name, we believe that this is a ministry that the Lord has given unto us, Man Zion Flame World Mission. So, and it is uh, this ministry that started praying, reaching out, uh, teaching, evangelizing, and uh, uh, beginning from uh, that time there. So, of course, Man Zion Flame World Mission had started as church before. Uh, by the grace of the Lord, uh, around the, it started around 2023, and uh, 2003 rather, hallelujah, formally, 2003. Of course, we relaunched it again in 2010 in Abuja. The Lord bless you for hearing this from us. So uh, since then, we have started uh, prayers. Uh, we are operating only as prayer ministry. And reaching out even evangelism. But see, we are not really church because we have not started any church properly since 
the Lord is not leading us to that direction now. We, we ventured into it 2003, but the Lord God Almighty is not really calling its church as we think. So it's a ministry reaching out to ministries. So, and uh, the Lord have, have dimensions of outreaches that he has sent us to do, which borders only on issue of intercessions here and there and such and such. So the burden for family is uh, the burden of that we are having that God gave to us for family is what born this family faith, uh, I mean, fruitful family foundation. Where we are reaching family, and the Lord has been uh, visiting family indeed. A lot of family that are looking for fruit of the womb that the Lord has blessed with children to this ministry, and the Lord wants us to reach out more. So, and uh, especially to families and uh, treating the issue of families. That's why you have us here. And we are calling all of you that have been our friend to be part of it to be part of this fasting and prayer for 40 days. This is the 12th uh, year of doing this kind of fasting. And we are inviting all of you who can be a participant uh, to participate with us if, uh, as, as uh, according to your to how the Lord helped you to do it. Be that 40 days or before we end the fasting, just do some, just all right, all right. Uh, the Lord will lead you to do how to how to join up, join up with us. The Lord bless you, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. That is the other announcement with us now. Can we now go into the into our teaching proper this evening? Hallelujah. Let us go open our scripture to Romans chapter eight. We are still on our study. Uh, I mean, study through Romans eight. This is part 10. We had part 9 yes, I mean last week, Saturday, I mean last week Monday. And today again, we are at it with the help of the Holy Spirit. And I know the Lord has been blessing our people, the people of God. And I know that the Lord will bless you again through this teaching this evening. Hallelujah. As we study together, let's begin to pray. I begin to read from verse 25 of Romans chapter 8. We want to examine the, the, the work and the ministry of the Holy Spirit uh, as we journey on and wait for our redemption, the redemption of our body. Don't forget that we have said that our redemption is incomplete as believer until we are redeemed to heaven. Every, every, everything that the Lord called redemption for us is not ending here. It terminates uh, into heaven. And that is what this scripture is, I mean, the, 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 the chapter is making us to understand. So, uh, and then as we wait in hope, and even by the Holy Spirit himself, uh, we believe that the Holy Spirit will lead us through to the end in the name of Jesus. By the grace of the Lord, we will not be disappointed in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 25 of Romans 8, I read. 
But if we hope for that we see not, then do we with patience wait for it? 26. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray as we ought, but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he that searcheth the earth knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Verse 28, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God and to them who are the called according to his purpose. Amen. Verse 25, verse 25, But if you hope, but if we hope for that which we see not, what is the Holy Spirit teaching us in, on, on this one, on this uh, phrase. But if we hope for that, we see not. Uh, hoping for that one sees not is an act, total act of faith and trust in God who can produce something glorious that we, can, that we cannot see. But yet we are hoping for. Can you see that uh, uh, that issue, that case? You see nothing in view about your expectation, about your hope, what you are hoping for. You only grab the fact and the truth from the word of God at salvation that there is a hope lying ahead there is something meant for your decision, something glorious, meant for your decision to follow Christ. And then from there, even what uh, is being born in you as hope is not even by you. In fact, this is, this is what we are really called into. And that is what the Bible said in verse 24, which says that we are saved by hope. That is, we are saved with hope inside of us. The moment we are saved, we are saved with the birth of that hope, that expectation. Because God knows and understands that our salvation or our decision to follow Him is not ending here. And He put the hope inside of us. Moment, the moment we are saved, we are saved and born with that hope in us, such that our expectation will not be on the, in this world. The Bible said that if it is only in this world that we have hope, we are for men most we are, we, we are for men the most miserable of all men. But God did not put our hope on this in this world only. So the moment he saved us, he saved us with hope inside us, expectation. God making us to understand through this that our decision to follow him is not only for here and to dwell here and remain. There is something better and glorious that awaits us 
as you hope in the Lord, as he progresses in the journey of faith. So he said in this verse 25, but if we hope, for that we see not, we are hoping for the things that we have not seen. In fact, that is really what is what is what what it meant to be to be what to be a believer, believing in in, in something that is that you have not seen. You only had, and you believe. You you receive as if it is it is already there. Even Christ that we have believed, we have never seen him before. We, that is why we are called believers. We believe in thing, we believe in Christ whom we have not seen. Like all other religions believe that there is uh, there, there is this uh, uh, God in existence, and yet they believe. So, but, what, but for us believers, not only that we believe in God that we have not seen, or in Christ that we have not seen, but that. We know that there is a hope that even the one we have not seen is preparing for us that we will eventually see. So, spiritually, that is why the life of Christian is a spiritual journey. Journey of believing, journey of trusting what have not uh, been, uh, been received. Now, that is what the Bible said in verse 25. It said, but if we hope for that which we see not, then do we with patience wait for it. Because the Holy Spirit himself is the one who born the hope in us. And he is the one that is keeping us in hope. And while we wait in hope, while we wait in expectation for the future glory, which the Holy Spirit has made us to see inside of us. Because the moment we are saved, God did, God lift or shift our faces or our focuses from this world. And if our, if our focus is shifted from the world, then there is, there is another world hereafter that the Holy Spirit saved us for, that we are saved for, to receive and to attain. So, meaning the life of every believer is not for is not to be to be focused on things on that here. The Bible set our face on things above. That's why the Bible said that we should do what should focus on things above, not on things below here, because the things above is what is eternal, and things here is what is. Uh, temporal. And then, if you hope for that which is eternal, then what do we do? We hope for it with what? With hope and expectation. And the moment our hope and our expectation is in place, then there is this grace that we have received, that we have received. According to what the Bible said in, in Colossians chapter 3, he said, if ye be risen with Christ, Seek those things which are above. We are Christ seated on the right hand of God. Verse 2 says, Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. He said, If Christ be risen in you, if you are truly born again, what your where your hope will be set to is no more on that here. 
it will be set in heaven. And it is the power of God and the Holy Ghost himself because we are born again from heaven. We are saved from heaven as we said last week. And if we are saved from heaven, then it means that we are for heaven. And that is where we are going. Christ said unto his disciples and to us, he said, I will come back again. As I'm going, now I'm going to prepare a place for you in heaven and I will come back again and take you to the place where I am. That where I am, you might be also. Where is Christ now? He is in heaven, and sitting at the right hand of God. We are, see, 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 I mean, hear what, what the scripture says there. It said, if ye be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above. Where Christ seated on the right hand of God. That is our hope as believer. That is our place. That is our home. The moment we are born again, that is the reason why you see us turning our back against the things of the world. Living whole sinful friends. Easily. Because the moment a believer is saved, he will be fed up with things of the world, even with friends of the world. The new salvation will keep a true believer away from the old lives and old styles and old traditions. But it will make the decision we make him or her to lose interest eh? and suffer for the things of this world but his hope will be based and will be and his focus will be will be will be, will be on that one who is seated on the right hand of god because that is where we are born again from with the one we believe and we give our life to to, to is sitting at the right hand of god where do you think our heart should be set where do you think our hope will be set then our hope will be set there where it sits and where he's sitting down there, he's sitting down representing us who believed in him. That's why he said he will come again and take us unto himself. That is where our hope is. And if our hope is set there in heaven, right, yet we have not been taken immediately, immediately we take decision to follow, to follow him. We are left here, as we said last week, and then we are hoping to get to that place where Christ seated. Remember that I told you one day that God spoke to me that those that he will rapture to himself, the sample or the example of the man that he will rapture is sitting right there on his right hand. Meaning that if we are born again and we receive Christ into our heart and to our life, we have received the person that is sitting at the right hand, and that is where our heart must be. That is where our hope and affection must be must set. According to verse 2 of Colossians 3, set your affection on things above, not on things on earth. For he said verse 3 of that Colossians, for ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. Can you see that? That is why hope is there. That is where the hope, that is where our hope is placed. Because being, 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 being saved, genuinely saved, that, you, that, is, that, that we call born again, we are dead to things of the world. And our life is now hid with Christ in God. Then where do you think our heart will be? Where do you think our hope will be? For a, his hope is where? 
is there in heaven where Christ sits. His hope, his affection is set there where Christ is. Hallelujah. His heart and he said in verse 4, when Christ, who is our life, that is now it in, I mean, in, in himself, your life that you take, uh, the new life that you take, that you receive from God, and that you take decision about to follow the Lord about, that new life is now taken and hidden in Christ and in God. Then you can tell me and I can ask you the question, where is your heart? set upon now is it on this heart you still pursue things of this world as if you don't have any hope where you are going you still think as if or live as if you still belong to this world no no you shouldn't be if you are truly saved your heart will be removed from this world because your salvation is from heaven you are not of this heart anymore your heart will be there your soul will be there you see, uh, for instance, uh, normally, I mean, naturally, if you are born in a family and you grew up in that family and you are used to the family and to the members, to all the members of the family, when you travel outside of, out, out uh, I mean, uh, outstation from that family, do you know how you feel? Uh, you feel, you, you feel homesick. That's what the, the English people say. They say you you are you feel homesick. Your heart will be with your family, especially if you have a lover or lovers that you leave behind. Probably your husband or your wife, your children, and so on. You know how your heart is fixed. You are homesick, and this is what should happen spiritually to us as believers. Then we should be homesick always looking forward to the time when our hope of getting there to the place where Christ is will be actualized. So that's the reason why we said, the Bible said, if we hope for that we see not. For what? For that heaven. For that abode above that we have not seen. If you hope for that, then we will do what? Patiently wait for it wait for it because the holy spirit himself is bearing in us he has born us born in us the grace not to look upon heart here so salvation genuine salvation is salvation that shifts your face or your focus from the world from the world from sinful world and from sinful friend and change your uh, uh, your, 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 your focus to that of heaven. So are you experiencing that? If, I'm, if you have not been experiencing such, it means that your salvation is, uh, is in the new. It's in the new. Because if your salvation is the new, it will draw you away from the world. And you set your hope in heaven. Even the day that you are saved, that's what we experienced when you are saved. We felt the day that I went to church to, for the first time, because of the experience of joy of heaven. No wonder the Bible said there is joy in heaven over every, any sinner that what? That repents. So the joy of heaven will come into your heart also. So that is what we call the joy of salvation. 
because the heaven are rejoicing because you changed onto onto to, to uh, you change from the world and you focus yourself your 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 your, your life and your 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 gaze or your whatever uh, on the heaven. They they know it when you take that decision. So the joy that joy that that, that enters into your heart, you want to keep it. So. And you can only keep your joy when you get closer unto him and unto his word. That was what happened to us when we were born again. The day I was born again, I didn't want to go home anymore. I want to stay in the church. Huh? I want to stay in the church. I want to enjoy the joy further because I know if I leave that church that day, being Muslim, that, that is now converted by grace and saved by grace, I do not want to enter into that bar. In fact, I hate going home on that night. So that was why I left the church early, early, late. And I arrived home late also for the first time. And I told you the story. I told you the story that I couldn't lie anymore. Lie has, has gone. Where did you go was what was the, was the question. And I, and I told them that I went to where? I went to the church. So I couldn't lie anymore. So yeah, so... Now, as people, people of God, that is what the new salvation focused our hope on. So that is the hope we are talking of. We wait for that hope. Likewise, now as we now wait, wait for that hope, amen, that is this grace and power that God supplied as we wait. And that grace is the grace of the abiding presence of the Holy Ghost in us. Why we wait patiently in hope for the future glory? The same Holy Spirit keeps us on the side of hope as long as it lasts. Do you wonder why we are we why why a believer will be waiting from the day that he decided to, to follow the Lord? Wait for that hope. Do you think it is within his own power to wait like that without a power or a force? Huh? I mean, giving him the grace and the and the power to progress and to proceed in his journey. That power is the power of the Holy Spirit. You wonder why a believer we 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 say okay, Christ is coming, and then we will be expecting first year, second year, until even until we die, we have not seen Christ coming yet. The hope of meeting him is still there. That is the power of the Holy Ghost. That is the power of the Holy Ghost in us. That is the working of the Holy Ghost. the one that is fueling the hope in us. Is the one, I mean the Holy Ghost, is the one that is exciting us to continue. That is producing the grace in us to do what? To continue. Hallelujah. So, now, uh, if I wait today, this is my, how many years now from, from, uh, from uh, 1979, to 2023, you can calculate that year now that I take the decision to follow the Lord. And I'm expecting, I'm seeing that hope. Open to meet the Lord. Open to open to reign with Him. Open to join Him in, I mean, in heaven. And I've not got tired since that time. Why? That is the power of the Holy Ghost. That is the power of God. The power of the Holy Ghost. That's what that was what Jesus Christ said unto his disciple. He said, The Holy Ghost went, the Holy Spirit, the comforter that he will pray the Father to send to us. He said, when he come, he will abide with us. Let's go to the book of uh, uh, John chapter 14. John 14. 
confirm that what the what the Holy Ghost does in us, praise the Lord, what the Holy Spirit does in us as believers. John chapter uh, 14, let's read together. So you need this Holy Ghost in you. You need to receive him. You need to be empowered by him. Let's ask, let's go on. Uh, from verse 15. If ye love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father. I'm coming to that issue of keeping his commandments or loving him. But let's just continue. And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. Hallelujah. Forever. Now, going to that verse 26. Of I'm coming. I'm coming to coming back to that scripture we just read now. But let's go to that Roman. Put your finger uh, uh, between that uh, the, the two chapters, verse twenty five, verse twenty six. He said, "Likewise, while we are waiting, listening, while we are waiting in hope, the Holy Spirit's ministry begins from here." He said, "Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities." The Spirit, helpeth our infirmities. This same Spirit that the, that Jesus Christ said unto us in John chapter 14 that we will pray the father he said that we pray the father I'm, I, i've gone back there now to tell me john chapter 14 16 uh, the father and he shall give you another comforter that he may be he may abide with you forever forever until you die the operation of the holy ghost continue even after you die your children will still enjoy the same and the holy ghost will still be there if you are born again today, you enjoy his standby, his abiding presence with you. He said he will abide with you forever. He said, even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, not neither knoweth him, but ye know him. For he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. This is the Holy Ghost. He said in verse, in verse 18, we are reading John chapter um, 14, verse 18 now. I will not leave you comfortless, I will come to you. Which means that Jesus Christ himself is the one who came to us personally in the Holy Ghost. After he had finished the work of salvation, what did he do? He, 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 he went back to the Father. He was seated at the right hand of God. From where he was, from where he, he at the issue of our salvations comes. When we are born again, meaning that the moment we are saved, genuinely saved from heaven, from the right hand of, of God, then our heart will be fixed at the same place, and that is where our hope will be, and our expectation will be. And for our expectation to expectation to be in place without getting tired. We have the abiding presence of the Holy Ghost. He said, likewise, verse 26 of Romans chapter 8, where we are studying. Likewise, the Spirit also helped our infirmity. Praise the Lord. Meaning that as we are waiting, we are not waiting with our strength at all. We are waiting with the strength of the Holy Ghost. So we can say that we wait in the strength of the Holy Ghost. What not in our not in our strength. Because left for us, if you are the one that we should we should be waiting. Without the Spirit of the Lord, we will have gone back since 
But the Holy Spirit produces grace and power and energy in us to continue. Despite all that we experience, we still continue. Because there is power to continue in us. Hallelujah. To God be the glory in the name of Jesus. This is what the Holy Spirit does in us. He said it epeth. That is, what is the meaning of that ep? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. That ep means that happened. It, uh, when we are talking about something, I mean, somebody helping one, uh, one another, you talk about you are coming into the course of that person. You are taking up the course of that person. You are taking up the responsibility of that person to be yours. So the Holy Spirit check on the responsibility of representing us in the waiting. So he is the strength for our waiting. So he is the one that come on this. See where Christ, what Christ said. He said he will be in us. He will be, he will be with you and be in you. Hallelujah. I love that scripture. Praise the Lord. He will be with you and he will be in you. Oh, hallelujah. That is John chapter 14, verse 17. He said, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and we shall be in you. This is our power as believer. Power to continue. Power to expect. Power to, power to, to receive that glorious future that is awaiting us. Hallelujah. I titled this, uh, this Bible study today, The Ministries of Holy Ghost in Our Quest for Attaining the Future Glory. The Spirit's Ministry, the Holy Ghost Ministry in our, in our quest for attaining future glory. The Lord us in Jesus' name. So, are you enjoying the work of the Holy Spirit, the help of the Holy Spirit to continue? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord will help us. Now, verse uh, that verse 26 again, he said, For we know not what we should. For we know not. What do we not know? For we know not what we should do. What? There are many things that we don't know except by the Holy Spirit. If the Holy Spirit is not there, we, are, we lack knowledge as natural man. If you are going to follow the Lord, if you are to follow the Lord rather, naturally, ah, we would have been exhausted. Because we have no might or power to do it. Because this is, spirit, this is spiritual matter. That's the reason why being born again is spiritual. It means that you are converted spiritually. You are saved spiritually. Jesus Christ spoke, I mean told uh, uh, Nicodemus. He said that those that are saved or born again, they are, they are like wind that blow it to where it listed. And no one knows where it goes or where it comes from. That's what that's the that is that's the example of person that somebody that is born again because we are born again spiritually. Hallelujah, Amen. Let's read it together in the book of in the book of uh, 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 John chapter three. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. John chapter three. Let's read together now verse 16. For so for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Uh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. No, that's not the one I want to use. No, please. I'm sorry. 
Hallelujah. I like that that born again issue. But let's go. Let's go back to. Let's go to uh, verse uh, um, three because of time. Okay. Let's go to verse three. That's verse three. Uh, the same Nicodemus asked Jesus. You can read it all. I, many of us know it, but let's take the gem out of it that we needed at this time. Verse three. Jesus answered and said unto him. Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said unto him, verse 4, Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he, he, can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Verse 5, Jesus said, answered and said, Verily, I say, verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit. Hear that? And of the Spirit. The water is talking of, of, of baptism. Uh, when you are born by the Spirit, then you are baptized. That is that water matter. We, we are not in the baptismal class now, but let's go on. He said, you cannot enter into the kingdom of God except you are born of the Spirit. So that is because Christ, when he, when he resurrected from the dead, eh, <laughs> he went with spiritual body. Amen. Glorified body. Resurrected body. Amen. So he went there. So somebody that we now meet him must be born of the Spirit also. That is what you call being born again, being saved. He said, verse 6, that which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Here we see that born of the Spirit matter there. That Spirit is in capital. He said, that which is born of the Spirit, that is the Spirit of God is spirit. So, meaning that to be born again is to be spiritual. To be born and to become to be born by the Spirit and become spirit yourself. So, I'm a spirit. Being born again, I have become what? Spirit. Hallelujah. May God help us in Jesus' name. And then, verse 7, he said, Marvel not that I say unto thee, ye must be born again. He said, verse 8, where we are going. Said the wind bloweth where it listed, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst, canst not tell whence it cometh and where it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. Hallelujah. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. So if you are born of the Spirit, then you are born of the Spirit from where? From heaven. You are born by God, whom the Bible said, God is spirit. And they that serve him must serve him or worship him in what? In spirit and in truth. So being born again, being saved, if you have been saved genuinely, you have been transformed from being earthly to, be, to, be, to becoming what? To becoming heavenly. So you are no more of this world. But without, if you are still natural, like we said that, for you know not, for you know not, for we know not what we ought to do if we are still in the flesh. But now that we have not been transported to heaven immediately, we are born again, we are still on this world. We are still in this world, I mean, what do I call it now? Uh, fleshly. I don't want to say carnally now. Okay, we can borrow that word. We are still in the, we are still in the flesh. We are still Kanaman, but Kanaman of Kanaman living and ruling over carnality through the Spirit of God in us. So he said, 
therefore we know not. Without be without without being the spirit and living in the spirit, we may not know what are those things that God meant for our lives. So that what that is why the Holy Ghost is there. The Spirit of God is there, so that it will keep us in the knowing of what we don't know. Likewise, he said, "For we know not what we." I, I want to stop there. For we know not what we should. Hmm? For we don't know what you should. Meaning that if you want to be in the knowing about things of God, it is by the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. He said, "What God? For, for we don't know what God might be willing to grant us or what God wants us to be, then the Holy Ghost is there to make it possible that is what we ought to be and what God is willing that we should be. That is why the Holy Ghost is there. He said, for we know not. We don't know what are best for us. What are the best for us that we must have? Of course, also we do not know the character of God. What are the, if you are talking about those things that we do that we know not? We know not what God is willing to grant us. That is number one. Then we know not what is best for us. And number three, we don't know we don't know the character of God and the reason for His dealing with us at times. Or many times. That's why the Holy Spirit is there. He said, for we know not what we even should pray about. Hallelujah. For we don't know what we what what should we we, uh, we, we, we should we should we should pray about. That issue of knowing not. When you look at that, that that scripture very well, you see that there is a colon there after the knowing not. What we ought to do what to pray. There is a full colon there. He said, there is a gap between the time when we are saved and born again and serving the Lord, walking with the Lord in the spirit. And the time we were in the world before. But now, there is, a, there is an in-between the time we are saved now and where we are going. Where we are right now, we are caught out of the world and we are caught into a new life in the spirit of God. Being born again, being, be, being born again by the, by the spirit, becoming the spirit ourselves, being led by the spirit, we become the spirit, I mean ourselves. So, and then it is by the spirit of the Lord that we now succeed and live in this world without our own control or naturality. Because the moment we are born again, of course, the problem we used to have as believers is this, that is in the spirit, we want to still be carnal and still live as if we are still belonging to this earth and we still behave and think thus. Yet, God has, is expecting us because the Holy Ghost that is on the inside of us is there in order to make us to live that spiritual life we ought to live and thereby entering into that future glory by living thus. Hallelujah. Well, another thing that we don't know is that we don't know the principle of, of, of God's government in our life. And our real needs we didn't know also. We did not know the principle of God's government on our lives. So it is the Holy Spirit that is there. That is ministering to us to know how God govern our life now that we are in the spirit, that we have become spirit, as God is spirit also. Then, 
Also, we are often in trials and temptations. Yes, in deep, uh, in feebleness, in calamities and all such. So, we know not how to escape all that. If not for the Holy Ghost that is on the side of us, all these things that come to us that we experience have the capacity to, to, uh, to annihilate the new life, the life that we have. But because the power of the Spirit is inside of us, the grace is there for us to stand against all those things that are coming our ways. To take our stand and continue serving, following, and submitting unto Him. Praise the Lord. Because if you have left alone without the Holy Spirit, uh, it, there will be a problem. It will not be able to bear all those trials that are coming our ways. So the Bible said, but the Spirit himself, itself, make it intercession for us. The Spirit himself, make it intercession. What is that intercession there? It's uh, it solicits for us. Just as advocate does in the court of law, for somebody that is in a case, we are in this. We are in case in this world, in case with our adversary, adversaries. We are still in case with them. They still come at random to drag us to their courts because we still belong to this world. So we are still under the tutelage of these forces. We are still under the tutor. As Christ was also under his own tutor at his own time. But when the fullness of time came, he came out as son. Hallelujah. So all of us are still here. But the Spirit of the Lord make intercession for us, meaning that he solicits for us. Whenever the enemy comes with their own things, the adversaries come with their own thing, the Holy Ghost, the way he make intercession for us is this. He... He, 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 he speaks in us and with us in order to know how to reply whatever challenges that is coming from the adversaries. So, talking of the intercession here, he's talking about speaking for us, soliciting for us, uh, uh, assisting us, aiding us to face whatever we are experiencing. Hallelujah. He even said that we know we know not how to pray as we ought to. But the Spirit maketh intercession. It's not that the Holy Spirit is, is the one that is now praying for us. No. But when we were praying, the Holy Spirit himself is the one that gave us the right thing to say. He, 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 he helps us to make a, a, a positive petition. And he does that, the Bible even had, he said, with groanings, which we cannot utter. It means that when the Holy Spirit is on the inside, everything we are passing through, he will create a kind of, the Holy Spirit normally creates a kind of body in us. He creates body in our hearts. He creates an in the, uh, 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 what I read there, he, he, he said, he, it means that when we are talking about that groaning, with which the Holy Spirit makes intercession for us. It means that it makes the groaning with deep feeling and intense. The intense of our anxiety, the same way we are feeling inside 
what we are feeling inside is not really by ourselves because the moment we are believers, our life and our mind is under the control and the power of the Holy Ghost. So he understands everything that is in us. What we are thinking, our heart's desires, our anxieties, our feelings is feeling the same thing because as Christ, as the Bible said that we don't have an high priest that cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmity. He too, if he too feels what we feel. He feels what we feel through the Spirit of the Lord. We are coming to that. Hallelujah. So the groaning of the Spirit in us is that groaning that cannot be uttered. Meaning that when we come into a kind of uh, challenges in our lives, we, for instance, let me tell you something. There was a time when we are talking about the groaning of the Spirit in us. I, there was a sister of mine, very beloved sister, whom I so much uh, loved when we were uh, young. And I was an intercessor. The Lord has made me an intercessor from the beginning of my journey in faith. Hallelujah. So that night, I was far away at Lagos, and she is far away at Ocean State. I was in Lagos State, she was in Ocean State of my country here in Nigeria. Praise the Lord. And we have been together for years in the same church, as workers in the church, as ministers in the church of the Lord. But I went to work in Lagos, leaving them there. But she was in a, I was, that night, I was feeling burdened. The burden for prayer just gripped me. I couldn't, I couldn't sleep. And the burden for prayer was so strong. I want to explain to you the groaning. How the Holy Spirit groaned in us in prayer. Hallelujah. How he groaned in us in prayer. So I was groaning in my spirit. I did not know what to pray for and about. Because I can I can I can pray in, I could pray in the spirit. I began to pray in the spirit. And with that groaning that cannot even explain how, how, how that groaning is, is coming. I was praying with groaning in my spirit, praying in the Holy Ghost, even with sweat in my body. There was this restlessness in my being. And this, the, the, uh, the, Holy, the Holy Ghost prepared me. I was praying. I, I, didn't know, I didn't know what happened. Until when I prayed in the spirit for some time, in that groaning on this, in the spirit, and I saw and I and I had myself praying in praying in understanding. And what I was praying in understanding is this: I said, Lord, let her, let, let her not die. The Holy Spirit now, now sent my spirit man to that place where she was. Huh? I was praying, let her not die. Let her not die. Save Mary. Save Sister Mary. Deliver Sister Mary. Lord, let her not die. After praying for many, uh, at least for some moments. In the, in the Holy Ghost, grown in the Holy Ghost. That was what I was praying in understanding. After praying that prayer in understanding, for, in understanding for some time, I felt relieved and I did not pray anymore. Do you know, after one month after that, I traveled down there to Ocean States. And I went there to hear the testimony of our deliverance. From what? I did not know that she, was, she belonged to the other world of darkness. I did not know because she was supposed to be my, uh, she, she was my, uh, uh, what do I call it, her fiancé at that time. She was my fiancé at that time. And we were, we, we were, we were, we were in courtship together before I left them. 
So, and when I got to the church, the Lord has touched her heart through my prayer. So it, it happened that, because it's a long story, I don't want to say all that now. So, it, and I calculated the time I was groaning in my spirit with a testimony that she gave to me personally after giving the larger testimony in the church. Eh? And through how many others were delivered also, through the prayer of one night, one groaning in the Holy Ghost, praise the Lord, she was saved and many others were delivered. She was delivered also. And then I calculated the time. It is exactly the time I was praying. One month. When she said that, uh, the, the, uh, 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 what do you call them now? Uh, coven, coven members, or what do you call them in the spirit world? They want her back. In the, in the, the, and that, one, that wanting her back is that she will die huh? naturally. And in the spirit, she will return back to them. And that was what the Lord saved her from. She said, they came on so-so-so day and they wet her with water. And from that day, anytime they wet her with that water, they, because that was not the first time they had been coming, he said, she will, be, she will become sick with unknowing sickness. Unknown sickness, rather. Unknown sickness will just come upon her. And there is no medicine they use that will heal her. Until where she begged them successfully and has them, to spare her for now that she will come back later because for her reason for the reason for the for the fact that she I mean, one of our brothers who was so much love in the family wandered away they could not see him anymore and that one is causing pain for her for her mother and he did not want to complicate the pain of the mother the pain of the mother and that was why he was begging her she was begging them to spare her from coming to join them back meaning that they would die at that time. So that was the prayer that the Lord used for her, to save her. That was the groaning of the Spirit. Now I'm taking off. So it is the Holy Spirit that bear this in us. He groaned in us with groaning that we cannot utter. So that was how he groaned in me for that woman, for that lady. Hallelujah. He groaned, the Holy Ghost groaned in me for that lady. And there was another time also, talking about that groaning. Amen. Praise the Lord. I was traveling from Abuja from my mission from my mission station. No, I was traveling back rather to my mission station. Then I began to have body in my spirits in the vehicle with that high speed that we used to normally travel when we traveled that that far. Hallelujah. As I was groaning my spirit, I didn't know where the groaning, what the reason of the groaning was. I was burdened in my spirit, I was praying. I didn't know what to do. Then I heard the voice of the Holy Spirit. There is going to be an accident in front. I mean, ahead of you. Accident. Yet, I was praying the Spirit. And I, I, I began to pray more intensely. In the Spirit. Groaning in the Spirit. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Do you know what happened? Some moment, suddenly, a vehicle was coming from a petrol station. And coming to do, as if it was coming to do what? to collide with us and we were on the express on our right side that uh, uh, petrol station was there and it was it has a kind of slopey whatever and that vehicle was coming not looking at our side uh, from where we are speeding from and then it was thank god for, for, for the for the driver because the only ghost drove at that time also that driver did not apply brake amen if he if he applied brake we will have 
because it was at a high speed and that vehicle was it came suddenly entering to our wanting to enter the road and not looking at, at our sign even with the horn we did not know why it was what with, with the honing of the driver thank god because the lord saved us it just remained a little we will have hit that vehicle and there would have been multiple accidents because there were a lot of vehicle i mean behind us Hallelujah. May the Lord us in Jesus' name. That is how the Holy Spirit does in us. He grown in us. Whenever you are experiencing groaning of the Holy Spirit inside of you, if you are a believer, continue it very well because God is saving you, saving you some trouble. You may not know the reason. Just continue to pray. Hallelujah. That is the work of the Holy Spirit in us. Groaning with intercession. Making intercession for us with groaning that cannot be what? That cannot be uttered. That cannot be uttered. May the Lord us in Jesus' mighty name. I think you understand that language. Language that cannot, which cannot be uttered. Because there are some emotions in us that are so deep that we cannot utter with our mouth. Like the one I just told you. So that expression is so deep that you cannot just uh, express it, ex, uh, uh, express that uh, uh, that that that. that uh, uh, the desire or feeling with any language that is the working of the holy spirit and the bible said in verse 20 uh, the verse 27 he said and he that searcheth such it the art knoweth what is the mind of the spirit he that searcheth the earth he that searcheth the earth knoweth what what is the in the mind of the spirit when i read that scripture i found out something there that our God, number one, our God is an heart searcher. He's the only one that searches the heart of men and know what the heart of men is. As we read it in the book of Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 10. Hallelujah. Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 10. What does the Bible say there? Let's go there together. Our God is the searcher of the heart of men. He knows what is there. So, of course, you can read it. Okay, the Holy Spirit wants us to read it. Let's go to Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 10 i like the holy ghost because of time i wanted to escape reading it but the holy spirit said continue jeremiah 17 verse 10 hallelujah no rushing verse 10 says and i i the lord search the earth i tried the rains hallelujah i the lord search the earth i sat i tried the rain even to give every man according to his ways to do what to give every man according to his ways. To give every man according to his ways. God is the searcher of your heart. The Bible said, where we read there in the uh, in verse 27 of Romans, and he that searcheth the heart knoweth what is the mind of the spirit. So the Lord knows your heart. You don't need even your explanation before you know what is there by the Spirit of the Lord. He said, by the Spirit. You know what is the what is the, the mind of the Spirit? Knowing what is the mind of the Spirit there, meaning that there is a Spirit of God in you that made God to understand what is in your mind also. Because your mind as believer is now redeemed. You are, you are redeemed on the, on, on, in your heart and your soul is redeemed by the presence of the Holy Spirit now is where the Holy Spirit reads what is in your heart. Knows what is in your heart. Praise the Lord. Which means that you don't need to explain with much word 
before the Lord understands the language of your mind. That's what the Bible is saying here. You don't need to cry and shout and yell before the Lord hears you. He hears you. Even with the soft, with, with, without uttering anything in your heart, in your mind, he hears and he understands what you are saying and what is in your mind through the mind of the Holy Ghost in you. He does not need those emotions to be uttered in words nor your, nor, nor in your eloquence eh, of language. God does not need your eloquence of language anymore. Huh? He didn't you need you to induce him into hearing you and answering you. Because you have the spirit of God on the inside of you, dwelling on there, dwelling in there. And by the spirit of God that is dwelling in your heart, God is able to note and to take, uh, to, to have understanding of what is there and what you needed. So you can see the, the blessing of the Holy Spirit on this side of us there right now. Very wonderful. Hallelujah. Every anguish of your, every anguish of your heart, of your soul, uh, as man, God understands. He knows them. Even all your activities in the mind, everything you are thinking, your, 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 uh, your ambitions, your motive behind things, we are doing things, God understands also. According to what the book of Psalm 4 Samuel says, he said, in the book of 1 Samuel chapter 2 verse 3, he said, God is God of knowledge. By him, actions are weighed. God is the God of knowledge. By him, what? Actions are weighed. God understands your actions by the spirit of God that is inside of, on this side of you. You don't need that God should explain you to you. Uh-uh. You know what is in your mind also, already. Even if you are unbelievers, if you don't, if you are, if, if you are an unbeliever and you don't know God, God have God have nothing to do with your heart. It is only when your heart is, I mean, receive the new generation of salvation that God begins to know what is in you, and God ponders on what is in you by His Spirit that enters in at the moment you take the decision to follow the Lord. So, the Holy Spirit on the inside of you, as you are handing up, the Holy Spirit of the, on the inside of you is the one that expresses your heart to God and make God to understand what is there. Hallelujah. Inside of your heart. So, that's why the Bible said that for, because, but that, but that's verse 37, I mean, verse 27, because he maketh intercession for the saints. For the saints. He maketh intercession for the saints, he guides and directs Christians to pray rightly because he is the one on the inside that is making the intercession. And when he does it, the Bible said, he does it according to the will of the Lord so that believer will not pray amiss. So you will not, you will not pray a wrong prayer. So the Holy Ghost is there to lead you and to guide you to intercede with you inside to intercede for you with groanings that groaning is your own groanings hallelujah that groaning that you cannot utter is the Holy Spirit that born it inside and that groaning is the one that prepare you to pray and to call upon God and if it is he is the one that does that why will you not hear it and that's the reason why the Bible said we should believe when we pray that God has what has answered us 
because we are praying not by ourselves. Look at the book of 1 John chapter 5, verse 14 and 15. 1 John 5, 14 and 15 confirms it. Eh? 1 John, as we are landing up, we are landing up now. Very soon we are ending here now. Praise the Lord. In the next 10 minutes we are landing up. Because we are to end this program by 6 p.m. Hallelujah. The Lord bless in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 1 John chapter 5, verse 14 and 15. First John, I read, said, and this is the confidence that we have in him. It's the Holy Spirit that produces that confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. Listen, verse 15. And if you know that he hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petition that we desire. We desired of him. Hallelujah. So because the Holy Spirit himself is the one that is heading that prayer that we are praying. He it with groanings inside. Hallelujah. And then the moment we communicated, we communicate unto the Lord with that groaning, our prayer is sealed in heaven. Hallelujah. Our prayer is sealed in heaven. God understands it. He knows it. And is having keen interest in it and therefore the results of that prayer will soon reach us hallelujah he knows our hearts he knows our needs he knows everything that is that that is troubling us that is making us to fret to be afraid he knows everything if you are, if you are a believer the holy spirit is on the inside of you to interpret your mind the mind that is redeemed that's your mind that is redeemed, your heart that is redeemed. The Holy Spirit Himself is the one that interprets it to the Lord, as just as as uh, uh, your, your 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 lawyer or what do you call it them, an advocate stands for you in law courts to speak your language, to speak your mind to the to the judge, in order for you to be vindicated. So the Holy Spirit stands, He make intercession for you, He advocates for you, He interprets your heart even to God. Through the Holy Ghost in you, God understands and knows your need and everything that you needed. May the Lord pass in Jesus' name. That is the blessings that we have in the Holy Ghost. Don't you see that that, that is a great blessing to have the Holy Spirit ruling on this side and guiding us and ruling us? Oh, hallelujah. If you have not got in the Holy Ghost, you have to receive him. If you have not been born again, you have to be born again now. I have spoken to you, I have said it even here right now, that it's only those that are born of the Spirit of the Lord that the case we are talking about, because this scripture in this, this scripture in Romans chapter 8 is for the believers. Hallelujah. It is for the believers. For purely the believers. So if you want to enjoy the presence of the Holy Spirit and the way the Holy Spirit leads us, and guide and guides us and bear and born and born in us this great body that eventually return result unto victory through us then you need to receive jesus christ into your heart you need to be born again you need to be saved you need to consider jesus right now you see the grace of the lord is here for you as you are hearing this prayer right now i mean as you are hearing this message right now because the Holy Spirit that is speaking through us right now is there with you. 
wanting to save you. Wanting to bring you and present you unto the Lord. Because the, 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 as long as the Holy Spirit rules on the inside of you or, or comes on the inside of you, it means that the, the Holy Ghost, you see, when Christ ascended unto heaven, was when he prayed the Father that the Holy Spirit came. After prayer that he has said, that, uh, that he prayed in heaven to the Father. Because he said, I will pray the Father. Hmm? And he will send you the Holy Ghost. And when he ascended, he prayed that the Holy Ghost will come. The Holy Spirit came. And the first time the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit came upon believer in, ever in life was on the day of Pentecost. Hallelujah. He came upon the disciples. From then, the Holy Spirit arrived on the earth. And he started his ministry from there until now. He's still working. He's working salvation in those that are being saved. If you are, want to be saved today, the Holy Spirit himself is the one that we hate you. And I know the Holy Spirit is touching somebody here right now. The Holy Spirit is, is calling somebody here right now to turn from sin, to turn unto, unto God. Hallelujah. To turn unto God. The Holy Ghost is here and he wants you to respond unto him. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost is here and he wants you to be saved because he knows your heart. He knows what is in your mind. He knows your need. I mean, God, he cannot know you or what is in your heart. I mean, God, without his Holy Spirit in you. You see, because the heart of any unbeliever is God when we are talking about God reading the heart or knowing the heart or searching the heart, he's only concerned about those of his that are, that are having his spirit. Not unbeliever. But the moment an unbeliever changes, the Holy Spirit comes in from that moment and begins his operation in the life of such. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So if you can, if in your heart right now you can turn unto him. If in your heart right now you can come unto Christ, Christ will save you. You will be born again and you'll be saved in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. The Lord is still searching your heart right now. If you are a believer here, He knows what is in your heart. You know what is in your heart. You know what you are pondering on heart right now. He knows your need. The Holy Ghost is, is operating in your life to aid you to get to to to, to the uh, to the promised uh, uh, hope and to the future glory of yours or of ours, the Holy Ghost is operating on this side of us and is searching our hearts to know what is there. I want us to stop at this verse 27 today. By the grace of God, we are going to continue from verse 28 next week. The Lord bless us in Jesus' name. Of course, this episode we may run through to episode uh, 14 or so because this is episode 10 now hallelujah part 10 of this our study in the book of uh and i know that we have not uh we have not dragged too much praise the lord because we have to chew and chew and chew uh this scripture uh, verse by verse line by line precepts uh by precepts hallelujah line upon line so you see, that is what we are doing, line upon line, precept upon precept. So that is how the Lord wants us to study the Bible. You know, cannot, and we are as you are, as you see us doing, that is how you should be studying your scripture also, line by line. Hmm? 
line by line, precept upon precept, meditate on each line, not on verses only. Each line of the scripture speaks volume of, I mean, it speaks volume of who God, I mean, of, of, of divine intentions that we have to understand and know. And if the Holy Spirit is helping us this way, He can help you too to understand the scripture. So these are the methods to study the Bible. Hallelujah. Start the scripture from one place to another. That is what you are doing here right now. So we want to chew more next week by the grace of the Lord. Those of us that join the studio, the Lord bless you in Jesus' mighty name. There are some names I cannot call here. KXVG. I don't know that name. God bless you. Then Evan Beyede. Yes. Yeshron Isaac. Yes, God bless you. And the another one, another name I cannot mention here. Then Daniel Apana. Nana Kofi. God bless you. Nancy Favor. Uh, some of you are our regular listener. The Lord bless you in Jesus' name for listening to us today. Hallelujah. I think we have to pray that the Holy Spirit will come as we submit unto Him. Because the more submission to the Holy Spirit, the more He guides the more enjoy, uh, enjoyment of his leading that we have. Uh, so when we yield ourselves to him, we, we enjoy the blessings that he has reserved for us, that God has reserved for us in having the Holy Spirit with us, on an earth with us here. Yeah. I want us to pray the Holy Spirit, help me, aid me. Help me to yield unto you more and more. More than ever before, I want to yield. I want to live a yielded life unto you. Without you, I can do nothing, Holy Ghost. Help me. Help me through this life. I can't journey through without you. And I want to journey to heaven. I want my life to end in heaven, where Christ seated at the right hand of God, from where I am even saved. I think you are a believer like me, so we are praying as believer, and we are preparing ourselves for the future glory and that is the essence of all these teachings Just help me give me your holy spirit according to my measure that we measure me for heaven that we hate me Forgive me, forgive me. I want to enjoy more of your graces, more of your blessing, more of your abiding presence, Holy Ghost. That is praying that have the Holy Ghost leading us and letting us know, know, know that there is going to be an accident in, uh, ahead of us. And prayer was said in the Holy Ghost. And the Lord averted the trouble and the evil of death that will have been. You see, that is how, that is the work of the Holy Spirit in you. You see, it's not only, it is to guide you in this life. 
I want you to pray that the Holy Spirit will come upon you. If you have not received the power of the Holy Spirit, receive Him right now. If you have not been able to, be to, 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 to pray in the Spirit or pray in tongues, receive that grace right now. Have that burden. If you have that burden in you, it will, it will come. Because it is by burden of heart to receive that the Holy Spirit comes, that His power comes. Because even the, when the Holy Spirit came from the beginning, He came because of the desire of people to see God. The Bible said they were there at the upper room praying and waiting. Huh? Praying and waiting according to what, what Christ, their master, asked them to do at that time, to wait at Jerusalem to be endued with power from heaven, from on high. And they waited. You have to be endued also. In order to conquer in this life, in order to win through, in order to subdue your enemies, in order to, in order to, to subdue the adversaries, as we all, we, we all belong to these uh, earthly problems. And we are encountering problems, even those that we didn't, we did not invite, we come. But by the Holy Ghost, we can conquer, we can overcome, we can skate through. Jesus Christ ascended to heaven and prayed down the Holy Spirit from the Father, and the Father sent the Holy Ghost. I mean, that is His Holy Ghost, His, his own Spirit. Father, the Father's Spirit. The Spirit of the Father, the Spirit of Jesus at the same time. Is the one that is operating on this side of us right now. Why don't you submit unto the Holy Ghost? Take him as Jesus Christ that is that is already living, that is living among, among us. Because the Holy Spirit is still inside of us, living on the inside. Has as Jesus Christ dwell with us physically. Chapter 14, verse 17, said the spirit of truth, which the world cannot receive, because they knew him not. Huh? But, we, but we can receive him because we know him, because we know the master, we know Jesus Christ. That spirit of truth is in us, and will be in us, and dwell in us, and with us. I want you to pray, Holy Spirit. Pray, pray to him as if you are seeing him here, here right now. Holy Spirit, empower me. Strengthen me. Any challenges that is before me, that is ahead of me, Father, whatever challenge that it is, Holy Spirit, empower me to skate through. Holy Ghost, strengthen me. Holy Ghost, come upon me. Strengthen me, O Lord, and every trials that I'm in here, that I'm, that I'm here right now. Holy Spirit, I receive your power. I receive your grace. I receive your sustaining grace, Holy Ghost. Help me, Holy Ghost. Empower me, strengthen me, energize me in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. To be filled with the power of the Holy Ghost. To receive that groaning in the spirit. To be, to be able to pray in the spirit, in tongues. Of the Holy Ghost. As I pray that prayer in this message that I gave to you, in the instance that I in the instance that I give to you, and the Holy Ghost wants somebody far away from where I was at that time. And the Lord saved her from death through groaning of the spirit. The Lord can help you too. 
it can help you too when the Holy Spirit come upon you. If there is going to be any danger anywhere, even upon you or for you against you or against 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 somebody that you loved or your family, the Holy Spirit can aid you to pray. I want us to pray, Holy Ghost, come upon me. Baptize me with your fire. In the name of Jesus, for anyone that is that that is eagering, that that is having the eager, I mean the, 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 the task for the Holy Spirit to come upon him. Receive that power right now in the name of Jesus. Receive that power in the name of Jesus. Receive that grace now. In the name of Jesus. Let the Holy Spirit come upon you in the name of Jesus. Paul has some group of believers in those days. He said, have you been baptized by the Holy Ghost? They said no. And the Bible said he prayed for them and lifted up his hand. I lift up my hand right now for you. Receive that power right now. Let the Holy Spirit come upon you in the name of Jesus. Receive the baptism of the fire. Baptize this one. Baptize this one. Holy Ghost, as he's hearing you right now, Holy Spirit from heaven, where we are ministering this ministry. Baptize this one with your fire in the name of Jesus. Baptize this one with your fire. In the name of Jesus, Holy Ghost, come, Holy Ghost, come, Holy Ghost, come, Holy Ghost, come. Holy Pray, pray for some minutes before before my sister round up this uh, this episode right now. Yes, pray, pray, pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray, pray. Baptism of the Holy Spirit. Pray, 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 pray. Receive that fire. Receive that fire. One day we receive that fire also, and it abides with us today. And that is the fire that has been operating in us and guiding us and, and and fueling our life to continue today. I want you to pray that to receive that power right now. Say, I receive the fire of the Holy Ghost. The fire and the power of the Holy Ghost. Come upon me right now. By faith, I receive. By faith, I receive. By faith, I receive. Holy Ghost baptism, come upon me in the name of Jesus. Bast baptize me with your fire, Holy Ghost. Baptize me with your fire, Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, Holy Ghost, ba baptize me. Baptize me with your fire in the name of Jesus. Mali Holy Ghost, baptize me, baptize me, baptize me with your fire. I need your fire. I need your fire. I need your fire. Fire for my head. The Bible said the tongue of fire rested upon each one of them on that day, on the day of Pentecost. It can happen right now. Say, I need that fire on my head. Holy Ghost, 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 fire in my soul, in my spirit, in the name of Jesus. Holy Ghost, fire come. Holy Ghost, fire come. Holy Ghost fire come, Holy Ghost fire come, in the name of Jesus. Holy Ghost fire come, Holy Ghost fire come, Holy Ghost fire come, Holy Ghost fire come. I need the Holy Ghost, I need the Holy Ghost, I need your fire, I need your fire. Holy Ghost, I need your fire, in the name of Jesus, I need your fire. Holy Ghost, I need your fire, Holy Ghost, I need your fire, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 
Meli katazadra badeli katusuvruma na yaba. Elinkro tusuvruma na gayelia. In the name of Jesus. I, my sister, we pray with fire for you right now. And the Holy Spirit will come upon you also in the name of Jesus. As she also ran up in this prayer. Yes, I want, don't want you to forget. Don't forget that we announced our fasting. 40 days fasting beginning from November 1st to uh, December, I mean, December, November, November 1st to December 10th. So be, please participate, participate with us in, this, in that fasting. The Lord will bless you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The Lord bless you in Jesus' name. Then my, my sister, we pray for everyone right now as we are rounding up. In the name of Jesus, please unmute there right now as I unmute.
much better than before. Amen. Thank you for all of us that have entered the studio. Thank you for as many as we download. Amen. Even as many as are breathing in the air. They are blessed us indeed to, to empty all yes. and populate the kingdom of God. Yes. We receive the help of the Holy Spirit Amen. and we continue for as many as are blessed by this message. Thank you, Thank you because you are God forever. Yes. To your glory, O oh Lord, and for the blessing of mankind. Amen. For the blessing of our brother and sister Grace. Your name be praised forever. Amen. Thank you again and again. Wherefore we have prayed in, in Jesus' Jesus name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. To God be the glory for everything today. Let's say be the name of the Lord. We hope that you'll be with us again next week, Monday, for the next Bible study. In the name of Jesus, the Lord bless you. Hallelujah. Bye for now. Amen. Amen.